welcome to the New Mercies Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Caldwell. This is episode number 29. We are about to wrap up our First John series. I hope you have found some encouragement through this book as we have traveled through it over the last couple of weeks. Today, we are looking at First John chapter 5, verses 6 through 12, as John pins the last few paragraphs in this letter to the third generation believers in the region. As he is Wrapping up this letter, he again reminds the reader and us that Jesus is who he says he is. This scripture, he is putting the seal on the truth that Jesus was fully God, fully man, and enough for our salvation. Verse number six says this, This is he who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ. Not by the water only, but by the water and the blood. And the Spirit is one who testifies, because the Spirit is truth. For there are three that testify. And verse 8 says, The Spirit and the water and the blood. And these three agree. If we receive the testimony of men, the testimony of God is greater. For this is the testimony of God that he has borne concerning his Son. Verse number 10 says this, Whoever believes in the Son of God has the testimony in himself. Whoever does not believe God has made him a liar because he has not believed in the testimony that God has concerning his Son. That scripture is reminding us that all scripture is God-breathed. Everything is inspired by God in the Holy Word of God. In this scripture, John is reminding us, If you want to know what God is saying about his son, just go back to the beginning. Read Genesis. Read Genesis and find the evidence that Jesus is who he says he is. You can see him from the very beginning. Look through the Psalms and listen to the voices and listen to the prophecies. Look through the minor prophets. Look through the Exodus and the picture that you're going to see. Go back and look through Scripture and know that God writes things down. He is a writer. That's who God is. I think he's encouraging us here, maybe not directly, but it encourages my heart to start writing things down. I began to write things down a lot more this last year, but specifically the last couple of years, and I began to see patterns that God is doing in my life whenever I can go back and read them. I don't get a lot of time to go back and read through journals, but when I do, I'm always encouraged. I started doing this crazy thing every month or so where I will write a letter to the younger version of me. And when I write that letter, I think about a time in my life that I was struggling or a time in my life that I was dealing with an issue or a time in my life that I just couldn't see how it was going to play out. And I think about that and I just smile today because I think you're going to get through it and it's going to be okay. God's got you. You don't see it yet, but the problem you're dealing with, that person that's coming against you, they are lashing out not because they hate you, but because their faith is struggling. So encourage them a little more in their faith walk today. Now, again, I can't go back in time and live that life, but it reminds me that God's true. He's faithful. He's always been faithful. This scripture is telling this young generation of believers, God is faithful. Believe his testimony. When he says something, it's going to happen. God was telling you about Jesus far before he even showed up, and now he's proven it through the gospel accounts, through the firsthand accounts of who Jesus is. Go and read about it. That's the testimony that God is giving through the Spirit of God to the people of this world. 
as he continues on, verses 11 and 12, he says this, And this is the testimony that God has given us, eternal life, and this life is in his Son. Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. That's it. It's one or the other. It's either you have Jesus or you don't. If you have Jesus, you have life, and might I just add, you have it to the full. If you don't, you don't have life. That's the way it is. There's no middle ground. There's no one hand here and holding on to the world and one hand here holding on to Christ. It's Jesus or nothing. It's all or nothing with this God. And I promise you, when you take the dive, when you jump all in, it's so, so worth it. Over the course of the next few months, I've got plans to share testimonies and stories of what God's been doing around the country and around the world. And as I've been researching and talking to people, I realized this one thing, the life found in Christ is so amazing. Like, I can't even begin to tell you how awesome God is. The things he does, they seem crazy. They seem insane. But it's this love story that connects people to the God of glory, to the one who made us, who has built us a home that we are going to get to see one day. As John is writing to these believers, he's consistently reminding us through his writings, as you can hear and you can see, we are not made for this world. There's problems in the world. God made us for another place. But until we can get there, we're going to put on display the life of Jesus Christ, who he truly is, the Son of God, all man, all God, and all enough to save our souls. I hope you find some encouragement today through this word. Know that I am praying today for the listeners of the New Mercies podcast, and I hope that you go and live for Jesus today with a smile on your face so that others can see this God is so, so, so good.